Hello and welcome to the first Bid Food Talking Food podcast of 2021. Happy New Year all, I'm Joe Anglis and of course I'll be kicking off the year by discussing topics around COVID-19 and our third national lockdown. When we first started talking about COVID-19 in our series nearly a year ago, I never thought we'd be in a position where we're still talking about it in 2021. It's been really, really tough for hospitality, so hopefully we can help those of you listening to this with new ideas and advice we share over the next couple of weeks. In this episode and the next few episodes, we're going to be using this podcast series to share expert opinion from those at BidFood, from insight agencies we work closely with, and you'll also hear from some of our customers and how they're dealing with things. But in this episode, we're going to start off by discussing social media and its importance to build relationships with customers now in this lockdown and in the future. Social media may seem like a bit of a scariest place at times, but we'll be discussing some of the things that you can do for easy wins. To help me discuss the beast that is social media, I'm now joined by Emily Lowry, who is our social media manager. Hi, Emily. Hey, Joe. So, Emily, welcome back to the podcast. It's been a year since we last had you on when we were talking about the social trends for 2020. Quite a lot has happened since then, hasn't it? Yeah, I mean, it's a different world that we live in these days. Absolutely. So can you remind everyone what your role is at BidFood and a little bit about what you do? I am the social media manager and I look after our B2B accounts and our new BidFood at home accounts. Um, I think most people think that social media means sitting on Facebook all day and there's a bit more to my role than that. Um, I tend to get involved in the content creation, the planning of that content, responding to queries and mentions, listing out for our brand and obviously looking after the social media strategy and then running exciting paid campaigns across all of our platforms. So what's your journey, Emily, to becoming a social media expert? I guess for me, I I mean, I studied English literature at university, which doesn't really link into social media, but it could do in terms of the writing front. But I mean, I've lived and breathed social media from a young age. Um, I used to do my own blog. I used to kind of social media market that blog through Instagram and Twitter. So I guess I got to know the platforms through there. And then I, I'm just really passionate about social media. And I think that came through for me and managed to kind of get me into this space really because I just love social media I'm always on there I'm always watching what's happening so I guess I've I lived and breathed social media for probably around (laughs) I'm just laughing because it's going to show my age um (laughs) 15 years maybe um but that's obviously from constantly being on I, I guess Bebo and MySpace when I was early teens I guess um But yeah, so I've just constantly grown up around it and I've seen it shape itself over the years. And that's just been something that really excites me to be part of something that can change at the drop of a hat and you can have a new platform come through that you just have to react to and get used to. So yeah, I just love how fast paced it is and how much it's evolved. So for this episode, we're going to talk about the importance of social media, particularly in a time like this, where we're in a third lockdown and with hospitality only open in some areas for takeaway. If you were looking after the social media strategy for a hospitality business, what would you say is the most important thing for keeping customers engaged on social media? The most important thing right now is to be active and be present on your social media platforms. You don't want your customers and potential customers to forget about you. And you you want to bring them back through your doors when you're open again, or even order a takeaway if they're feeling like it on a Friday night or the weekend. 
um also there's the potential if you're not posting that people might forget about you or they might also think that maybe you're closed or not operating so being present and being active means that people aren't forgetting that you're there um in terms of like platforms that you might want to prioritize i'd look at instagram and facebook because both are less hungry for content than platforms like twitter but they're also easier to manage and they have a more community focused approach which is a really important thing to have in your content right now what would you say is the sort of content you recommend people share I think right now it's really important to connect with your customers and share the story behind your brand and what your brand stands for. Um, I think that will really help people connect with you and kind of want to follow you and engage. Um, You can also share what you've been doing during lockdown. For example, have you been offering exciting takeaway menus? Have you been helping the local community with um, maybe like food shops or stuff like that? I mean, just really showcase what you've been up to and make sure people can see that you're still active. Um, Another great way to kind of keep sharing content is to make sure you're regramming user-generated content, um, which is essentially if someone's tagged you in a post of them enjoying their meal or their takeaways just arrived and they've uploaded that to Instagram, make sure you reshare that on your feed because there's no better way to showcase your brand than to have other people say it for you. Um, And obviously that's all everyone does on Instagram is take pictures of their food. So make sure you're getting your customers to do that and you're sharing that then wider with your audience. For independent outlets, you could focus on how you can help the local community get through the lockdown. Um, We all enjoy food. Food is really linked to emotions and people might want to treat themselves to a takeaway and kind of cheer themselves up with food. So maybe tweak your messaging to kind of focus on that kind of, we can support you, come and order a takeaway, let's all get through this together. Um, and obviously just show them that your food's a great way to have a nice experience at home and kind of feel a bit more positive and just kind of enjoy yourself. So you mentioned community there. There's loads of insight coming out about how the nation is turning more towards a focus on their community. How can companies capitalize on this with their social media? I guess from an organic social point of view, you can make sure you're geotagging your posts with your location. It means that if someone's searching that location on places like Instagram, they'll see your food, they'll see what you're doing and they'll be more likely to follow you and then potentially become a customer and come visit your venue when you're open again or even order a takeaway. Um, From a paid social point of view, you can look at advertising your posts within the local area. So on Facebook and Instagram, you can basically target postcodes of local towns and then you could further refine that by adding in interests such as food, restaurant, takeaway, things like that. And then essentially boost your posts out to that audience and reach new people. And then hopefully again, they can come and become customers. So it sounds like you can be really targeted with um, sort of locations. Is there any other content approaches that you recommend? I always think it's really good to see behind the scenes of a business. Yeah, definitely. So people connect more with people. Um, People naturally want to see other people on social media. That's why we're all on social media. So making sure you or your teams are present on your profile is really important. Um, A great way to do this could be to get your chef to maybe pre-record some videos or even go live if you're feeling brave and just show them cooking the food or talking through the menu and showing the dishes on this video format because it will make people connect more than just a food picture and they'll kind of get to know your team and kind of 
really want to come visit when you're open again so it's just it's just great to put your teams forward on your profiles it's a really great way of like adding personality of the people in your business isn't it yeah it will definitely help people connect more with you and want to come back so as engagement is probably the most important thing for social media what do you recommend businesses do to drive it one of the best ways to drive engagement is holding competitions you might have seen them a lot on your feed from other people doing it but essentially if you could give away a free drink or a free meal for when you're open again you can get other people to tag their friends into the post to follow you to like that post and essentially be entered into that competition um it will encourage people to interact with your brand and it also brings footfall into the venue when you're back open because you'll be giving away that free meal or the free drink which will tempt that person to come in and claim that also the idea of having other people tag their friends means that you're reaching potential new customers and really widening your audience um a lot of them will probably follow you and then they might just remember your brand and then come back and actually have a drink or a meal or maybe even order a takeaway if you've been pushing that on your profile for them to see also another great thing is if you're like winning a competition and it's a a free main course for example um, people are probably more likely to buy a starter or a dessert then, aren't they? So that encourages spend anyway. Yeah, it definitely does. And you can kind of play into that by um, making sure you're posting your desserts and your drinks offering on your Instagram feed on the lead up to opening, because a lot of people will go onto your Instagram profile or your Facebook page and maybe have a little look at what you're doing. And if you've got those desserts, starters and drinks really present on the feed, then someone will go into your restaurant or your outlet and think about ordering them. So it's just really great to have that kind of content on the feed. So it really tempts people back through your doors. That's great. So in terms of your experience from working on social media during 2020, which was, we can all agree, crazy year, what would you say was the most important thing you learned from it? I guess the most important thing from me is to be agile and not reliant on a content plan, so to speak. Um, I think everyone would agree that every day was a different day. You just couldn't predict what was going to come around the corner. Um, Things are changing all the time. So you can't really plan to be celebrating national chocolate cake day or national pizza day because you just don't know what's going to be happening and how your audience are going to be feeling um you essentially need to make sure you're listening and tuned into how everyone's feeling and not posting content when your audience might have just been found out that they're locked down again or businesses are having to close their doors and operate takeaways like you just need to be really sensitive I think to how everyone's feeling and that's been a real learning for me have you got any examples of where Bidfood have had to change their plans in the, as, a, as like a last minute thing? Yeah, so I guess Christmas might be a good example. I mean, we had a lot of plans to really market Christmas and put that out on social media. But obviously, we ended up back in lockdown in November, which is kind of one of our key times to really push Christmas content. And we had to kind of steer away from that because we just didn't know what Christmas was going to look like for hospitality. And I'm sure a lot of our customers were in a similar place where we just didn't know if you'd be opening your doors. So we kind of had all that planned and ready to go with inspirational recipe content and stuff like that. But we had to just put it on hold because it just wasn't the right time to be sending that out when we actually didn't know what Christmas was going to look like. And I mean, Christmas changed even a couple of days before Christmas. So it just shows how hard it is to plan. Yeah, it was, it was really difficult with the timelines you get. So it, it just means you have less time to to pivot and change your strategy. Um, 
thinking further forward into a more optimistic future, is there anything that you see happening that you think customers can capitalize on? Personally, I found myself becoming uh, ridiculously addicted to TikTok. I know there's a lot of chefs on there, for example. Yeah, um, I'm a big fan of TikTok. I, I think that I think that platform's really good. I mean, if you have someone in your team that's a whiz on TikTok, I'd definitely look to get on there because now is the time to be on there because it's essentially still kind of growing. So you could probably really get a big reach quite quickly. I've seen tons of foodie stuff on there, people sharing recipes, people sharing what they've been creating and even just basic chef tip style videos, which is like great snackable content and really quick to consume. Um, The younger generation are really on TikTok at the moment. So I guess it also depends on your target audience. If you're looking to bring younger people through your doors, then TikTok could be the right platform for you. Either way, if, if you're not on TikTok and you can't really be on there right now you can definitely use their approach of quick snackable content on your other profiles so making sure you're using video in a bit of a more fun way and yeah I saw you did something like this for the launch of our trends for 2021 didn't you yeah so um we got our teams to pretend to throw around an apron off screen um and we kind of edited it together in a fun tiktok style way and we use that on all of our other platforms so it just shows that you can use the kind of TikTok style on different platforms and you definitely shouldn't shy away from doing that and it's a great way to bring your teams to the front of your content. And I know we've uh, actually spoken about TikTok right at the start of when we first started doing podcasts way back in 2018 so to say it was something that's coming and it's just we've just seen an absolute massive boom from it from in the last year so it looks like we were ahead of the curve on that. Well, thank you so much for joining me today, Emily. There was absolutely loads of learnings to take from that. No, thank you for having me. It was really interesting to speak to Emily there, and it really does highlight just how important social media has become for influencing and driving engagement with customers. As well as the other support provided in different episodes of the Talking Food with Bid Food podcast, we have loads more resources available. We've just launched lockdown guides for the sectors you work in. Plus, we have a bank of information to help you back on your feet and recover after this lockdown on our webpage, bidfood.co.uk forward slash COVID-19 support. You can find the links to these in our episode bio. If you've enjoyed this episode, please do subscribe and rate on whatever platform you use to listen to these on. This means we can reach and support more people in the industry. Next up, we're going to be talking about how you can continue to generate income during this lockdown. See you next time.